Eins, zwei, drei. Right, cool. Um, okay, hi people, welcome back. This is the first episode of season two of Featuring Regular People. Uh, with this episode, we thought we'd kind of throw it back to how we did episode one of the first season, uh, where me and Luke kind of introduced ourselves, talked a bit about how we met when we were travelling in Australia. Um, that's also how we met our two guests today. Uh, we've got Jack and we've got Lulu. Um, so yeah, we're just kind of going back talking a bit about how we met and Lulu's just said she remembers lots of interesting stories so I'm sure this is going to be horrendous for me and Luke and Jack. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm very much not looking forward to this episode. Normally I would say that I've been really excited about this but I'm about to become incredibly embarrassed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome back and thanks for tuning in to the second series. How are we all? Uh, yeah, good. Um, I'm looking forward to finding out these stories as well because i sure as hell can't remember them um i can definitely remember some things and i can definitely remember how we 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 all met but yeah on to you lulu i'm i'm really good i mean actually when i met you guys i was super super sober so that's why i remember everything crystal clear but no it's just really i i'm i can't wait to talk about how I met you guys and all of the other things that just made you all super memorable for me. Fantastic. Well, yeah, this is definitely going to be good then. Well, I mean, I guess we'll take it, we'll get straight into it because Jack, obviously we told the story about how me and Luke met, which was we spoke on the bus to Byron Bay. You yeah. were on that same bus and we met you pretty much as soon as we stepped off the bus, right? You were with John? Yeah. And then we went and got some breakfast on the beach, checked into the same hostel, and well, that was that. So pretty much, you boys never knew this, but me and Johnny paired up to get on that bus prior, because, I mean, I went to high school with him. Um, and then I met him out in Australia, because he was living out there anyway. Uh, so it was just me and him, and we were like, well as fun as doing the East Coast is going to be, doing it just me and you can't be a thing because who's going to have fair, uh, fair fun as just the gruesome twosome. So immediately we saw you two get off the bus and I remember just hearing you chat shit the entire way on the bus journey. <laughs> These guys are clearly going to be a lot of fun for this entire visit. So I remember chasing after you and pretty much knocking you on the shoulder i think it was luke actually we can we like, be friends <laughs> pretty much friends oh bus gang <laughs> bus friends Ooh. So we should just not do that for the next 45 minutes really it's <laughs> really creepy friends <laughs> yeah. yeah i thought you had established that five years ago lulu to be honest so, <laughs> But yeah, so you basically accosted us for your entertainment. Yeah, 100%. Um, to which you never knew, and now you do. But I feel like it was a good choice, for sure, because we had a hell of a time. Yeah, mate, we had, we had some fucking good fun. And then, well, yeah, that was it. We had some food, checked in the hostel, and then I remember trying to get into the, well, it's called a bottle shop in Australia, but like the off-license, basically, where they sell the booze we were just banging on the door at like nine o'clock in the morning. And the Aussie guy who was setting up for the day was like, what the fuck do these cunts want, basically? 
And then, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was illegal, wasn't it, to, to sell alcohol at that time of the morning? Well, yeah, he just let us in because we wouldn't fuck off, basically. <laughs> we, were like, we were like, come on, mate, let us in. And then, yeah, well, the rest is history. And I think it was a couple of days into the hostel, we met Lulu, and I'm going to let her tell it because she's clearly itching to embarrass the three of us. What is your memory of meeting us, Lulu? Oh, God. Well, first of all, so you know how I was saying to her, our chat um, beforehand that I wanted to also share like a secret, like as to why you guys are so memorable. Yeah. Well, actually that day, the day that I met you guys, <laughs> no, it's nothing bad. It's, um, it was actually my very first time staying in a hostel, like ever in my life. Like I've never stayed in a hostel. I'm so sorry that you were, we were the first people you met. <laughs> we were the best people you Oh my god! And then yeah, it turned out obviously uh, after a little while. No, I'm kidding. No, it turned out to be like incredible bunch, and that's why again, like you guys are super memorable because it wasn't not only was it the first hostel that I've been to, but you guys were like the first bunch that I met, and you know, five years later, we're still we're still connected. So it's amazing. But let me rewind. <laughs> so how how I met you guys? So when I, I was four. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. So, um, actually, I met, uh, it was, I met you guys through Leia, but actually Leia um, was in the same, so Leia's my best friend that I met through on that day. Um, she was in the same room as Ask, and Ask was hanging out with you guys, I think. Yeah, that was the big Norwegian guy we knew for context, yeah. huge beard. Yeah. Yeah. With the I name Ask. Yeah, his name's Ask. I was in her room as well, actually. Yeah, yeah, because Jack was yeah. in there as well. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I met uh, you guys. So anyway, I met her in the toilet, and then she was like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm doing nothing. She's like, come for a drink with me, um, my roommates, and I think his friends uh, in the courtyard. And I said, okay, I'll just go down to the bolo because I don't have any, um, any drinks. So I went down, got myself like um, a carton of cider. So it was like pear cider. Very classy. Yeah. Oh, and then I met Leia and uh, yeah, in the courtyard. And then that's when she introduced me to Ask. And then I saw just like a bunch of super rowdy guys just like hover around Ask. And it happened to be you guys. And then, yeah, and then we just sort of started like chatting. Um, I, I don't know how many there were, but I think there was like eight or 10 of you, but there was a lot. And you guys are like, oh, ho, ho, ho. And it's like, oh, are and we then, fucking yeah. Santa? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Khan was actually uh, the, one of the closer ones to me. Um, and he introduced himself first and he said, Oh, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Khan. And I said, oh, nice to meet you, Tom. And he was like, what? And I was like, nice to meet you, Tom. And he's like, what the actual fuck? And then after that, I knew that I would fall in love with you all. Um, <laughs> but then after, after you all introduce yourself individually. Luke, you actually came up with a super random game and you were like, okay, now you need to recite every single one of our names. And if you got it wrong, we get one of your cans. And I was like, 
Okay. Um. <laughs> God, I never knew I was so creative. <laughs> Wait, so forward straight away with his trying to get alcohol from people. You know how he does. Pretty much. Super impromptu. Amazing. I was super pressured because I'm super bad at games. I mean, Khan, Tom, how do you calculate that? But anyway, so... I, of course, started with Khan and I was like, Khan, I remember I'm traumatized uh, from his reaction. And then um, I somehow remembered like everyone else's name. It took a little while, Luke, I said, Jack. But then when we got to Ashley, so is it Ashley? Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, Ashley, you, Luke, he was your friend. He's your, like, you guys are you guys are like yeah yeah yes that makes sense i remember ashley do you not remember him oh fuck i met you i think i do yeah 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 because you met him at a different hostel and then he came over to say Ash, i totally forgot i have a feeling his surname is langworthy yeah 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 so what's yeah. funny about this is lulu's clearly going to remember yeah. way more people than we do yes <laughs> yeah ash being one of those people and then there was like adam and Johan, and yeah. oh, if you go to the Australia Day pictures, everyone's in those pictures. But yeah, obviously, these Wait, are the main memories. No, that, that, that's, that's a lie because we weren't together on Australia Day. Uh, no, it Me and Jack were in um, the Gold Coast, weren't we? Or Sunshine yeah, Coast. yeah, yeah, because Australia Day was towards the end of my time <laughs> in Byron. So, but yeah. all the same, all kind of the same people were around. But you, you and Jack had gone up to surfers with John at this stage. Surfers, that was it. We finished on TV. Oh yeah, shit! You were on telly. I remember that. Yeah, well, so, telling me about it anyway. Yeah, I mean, we um, we were so 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 hanging. Oh. It was like, and for some weird reason, it was like twenty five degrees, and I was wearing a shirt and jeans. So I think I'd slept in it. Um, and they, what did they ask us, Jack? It was something to do with like bikini service on the beach like a waitressing thing in bikinis it was oh yeah it was that and it was something to do with along those lines and i remember they asked me first for my opinion on it and you know you get those people that like reply to a really important question and they just give the most moronic answer like <laughs> ever and i i literally just spoke the biggest load of shit and i was like oh my god this is live on tv do you remember and, what he said and i uh, no, not at all oh okay uh, he remembers it wasn't good that's crucial he's probably erased it from his memory <laughs> I, think, I think what made it worse was that after i had done that luke comes out with this astounding answer that's just so relevant and on point and it just made me look like i well, wasn't worth living. Like, <laughs> that, that's what I'm here to do, you know, make you all seem like knobs. <laughs> Wait, do you know how many times we're having a conversation with Luke and I'm trying to like formulate just a sentence and he'll then come out with something. We're all talking about the same subject and he'll just produce something ridiculously articulate. And I'm like, yeah, all right, mate. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, that well, was when we did that. Thanks a little bit, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's um, all right. We'll pick you up now because you're going to come in for some heat later, surely. Oh, but yeah, absolutely. Before yeah, we yeah. get too far away from it, I do want to tell this story because it's one of my, my favourite memories of Byron because it was the first night we checked in. And do you remember, so you ended up in Leah's room um, and you were, I can't remember, you were just in that room all the time, Lula, but I can't remember what room you were actually in. 
I was in a I was in the same room. No, later on I happened to be in the same room as Ask. Right, like, okay. Or something. I don't know. He but I ended up in the same room as John, who Jack was. Yes. In. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yes. I was hoping. <laughs> oh, I remember where you're going. Yeah. With this as well. so yeah. We went out the first night, we stayed there, got like battered, like silly, silly pissed. And I don't even remember coming back to the room, but I, so I was in the bed nearest the door, like over here. There's like, it's like 10 bunks. So like five double beds in there, uh, five bunk beds even. And I was nearest the door on the bottom and John was over in the corner by where the balcony is. <laughs> I'm so sorry, John, if he ever watches this, he knows what this. I wake up in the night and there's like, you know when you can spot security straight away because there's high vis on. So I wake up like, must be like six in the morning like literally like wanting to die like just about peel my eyes open and i can see two like people with high visits on in the room and i'm like oh fuck this is bad like fucking what have i done always thinking i'd done something horrendous and i just see like john like just kind of like you know when you've done something terrible and you're kind of just like hunched over and i'm like i tap one of the guys on the back and i can't really hear what they're saying and he turns around and i go what's going on mate what's going on he goes is he your mate and i'm like well, yeah, yeah, we came here together today. Like, there's a few of us. He goes, he's fucking shit on the balcony, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my immediate thought was, yes. I, was like, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the morning. And, and yeah, sure enough, that was, I think they made him clean it up or whatever. And there was a load of like, literally like young 18 year old girls clearly on like their first time travel bless them like their first no time. it was um it was what do you call it lulu when you schoolies that's it isn't it yeah yeah it was schoolies because there was just bare kids everywhere no not kids well no but yeah like 18, like 18 like 18 year old like very immature young girls and this fucking six foot five geezer has shit on the balcony must have been an elephant of a shit um, but yeah, I remember walking into the like the courtyard the next day. Everyone was drinking, playing beer pong already, whatever. And I'm like, I can't see John because bless him, he must have been mortified. But I just come out and I was like, wow. fucking grabbed everyone who met me and John the night before. I was like, yes, yeah, fucking, this is what happened last night. And it kind of became the story of the hostel. Oh, for sure. I've got a few deeds to add to it, actually. Oh, Jack, please, 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 please. please. <laughs> John's obviously given me the lowdown, but I mean, the reason it <laughs> happened is because prior to it, before he got in his bed, he, obviously being like 6'5", he smacked his head on, a, on like a beam in the hostel, because he, like on the uh, doors, because he literally was just too tall. Mm. So he, he practically, I mean, he was pretty much out of it anyway from drinking so much, he smacked his head, so he was like full on concussed. So he's done that shit. And after they made him clean him out as punishment, they made him take it downstairs, take it out of the hostel, but he had to do it in his boxers. <laughs> oh, that just got so much better. Oh, wait, so so he's almost given himself a concussion, and then they've made him carry his own shit in his boxers and take it outside. Well, mate, the thing is, you've got to think, yeah, like, obviously, Lulu, you, you're from Australia, isn't it? So, yeah. like, you, I guess you kind of have a different opinion on it, to, or, like, view of it, even, but, like, for Australians, like, Australians find English people pretty fucking annoying. So, like, this Australian security guard is going to have less than no sympathy for this British lad who's come over and just shit on the floor. Like. 
<laughs> but I, it really made my night and week. And yeah, I've told so many people about that since. But I just wanted to get it out there quickly before it went out of my head. Because over the years, like that story is just coming. You know, when you remember something like Lulu, obviously, you said you remember the trip really well. But like, it's like, so you remember things and then you'll forget it for like a year. And then sometimes we talk to someone about funny drinking stories and I'll be like, oh my God. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, a, that was a good moment. Wow. And let, I mean, can I ask what happened to John after? Went back to bed. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Slept. A nice pool on the balcony, fell back to sleep. Yeah. I do feel good. I feel so feel good. I feel sorry for the girls who were in that room with us because I woke up one morning after a night of drinking. Like, woke up, opened my eyes, looked down, and I was like, nobody else was in the room. Like, it was like middle of the day. Everyone else had already got up and done their thing, and I was just naked on top of the duvet. Well, it's not a duvet; it's like a sheet. But I was just naked on top of it. Like, wow, sick. <laughs> Every, everybody else has got up, got on with their morning, and I'm there like. <laughs> And they've just left you there naked in yeah, bed. Yeah, nobody right? even had the decency to wake me up and be like, excuse me, mate. Um, you yeah. want to put some fucking clothes on? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe well, you could take it as a compliment and they all just severely enjoyed the view yeah. of your, um, your, your uh, travel physique, which was very hench, as, as you know. <laughs> I weighed about 30 kilos dripping wet at that point. There was nothing of me. Yeah, and when you had a shit, the 30 kilos were gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, yeah, that was quite it's funny, man, that that was like all our first experience of meeting each other because it's weird as well, mate, because that was five years ago now. So, like, I, I was genuinely a child at that point. So, like, I'm, it's like the difference in all of us is quite funny. But, yeah, it was pretty mad. And Lulu, you just never stopped travelling. That was your first hostel and you've been travelling ever since. Correct. You've been to, how many different countries have you been to now? Oh God, I always get confused, but it's, it's over 45. Oh my God. And yeah. like, what? so like, why did you decide to have, like, you've never stayed in a hostel before. How old were you? Like 25? At that time I was actually, I just turned 27, I think. Wow. So you've never stayed in a hostel before. And when you went on that trip to Byron, did you have an idea in your head then that you were just going to go around the world? No, not at all. So actually what happened was the year before, like December 2015, I made a promise to myself because I was like super burnt out, like with work and with life. I was just like, you know what? I need to enjoy Australia because everyone is coming here for a reason. So then I said, okay, you know, I always get to know other countries so i made a promise that every month i would go do or go somewhere special that i've never done before or i've never been to before so that's why i was disappearing a lot when you ended up uh, living with me um but yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i would just like oh, that's what i feel i'll do it so this was my commitment and i said okay hostels hostels are amazing because it's like you get to meet people unlike hotels where people are more reserved and more like, you know, don't want to talk to other people. So yeah, it all started from there, but I just, you know, I had no idea what to actually expect. Like literally I was recording like everything. My first time walking in the room, I was like, wow, look at everyone's mess. <laughs> there was like, some underwear and some socks, like everywhere. Someone's everything. A shit on the balcony. Yeah. Naked yeah, yeah. boy. 
<laughs> no, but yeah, so and that's what happened. And then And where are you now? I'm in Berlin. So I live and in what, Berlin. And how come you're in Berlin? I know that uh, I'm trying to try you to say I'm a spy. Uh, but what is your actual job now? I'm an assassin. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> um, what's it called? Well, first of all, the reason why I'm in Berlin was purely because of German bureaucracy. Definitely a spy. Someone needs to tell me what bureaucracy is. So, uh, because actually, when um, when my UK visa ended, which was, you know, my security blanket, um, whenever I would go and travel somewhere, when my visa ended, and then I was traveling around for, I don't know, six months, didn't know where to go, I was deciding whether to go, it was the time to go back home to Australia or not. And then I was like, no, it's not. I, I need to still stay in Europe. And um, Germany, I could still apply for my working holiday visa because I was technically still 30, turning 31. Um, in I think in a month and a half, yeah. And so I was like, okay, got to get to Germany and apply. And then little did I know, I had to actually be living. So you have this thing called Anmeldung. It means you registered where you're living. Wait, what was the word again? Anmeldung. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you had to be, in order for you to get a working holiday visa, you had to have your registration, apartment registration in Berlin. And what makes it worse is that you could not use like a hotel or a hostel or someone or like a friend's home. It's illegal to do that. You need like a form signed by a landlord. So I had no choice but to rent out like an apartment. Like, well, I rented out a room, a share room, but minimum three months. That was the the um, the min the most minimum that I could get. And then I thought, okay, then I'm meant to be in Berlin. If I find a job. Um, while I'm in Berlin, I'll give myself one month. And if I find a job, then I'll stay. If I don't, then I'll go somewhere else. And I ended up finding a job, which now I do back to your other question. Look, I'm uh, HR. I'm in HR. Still the same as what I was doing in, in um, Brisbane. Okay. Well, that's it. Like, so you, obviously you, when I came to stay with you in Brisbane, I've mentioned this in an earlier episode before. Um, um, I ran myself into the ground traveling, didn't look after myself well at all needed to be taken in lulu said i could move in for a week sure enough month and a half later i'm still there um and then it kind of became like a haven for other travelers as well because ask lived there for a while and then when i left uh, a german guy called lucas lived there for a bit as well was it lucas or was it nico nico uh, both of them actually they there you go. <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ so yeah you yeah, you've had a crazy time. But yeah, like obviously working in HR, you've kind of been able to take that all over the world, which is cool. And I've met you in Thailand since. And then you've actually been over to England as well, which is crazy. But mm -hmm. Jack, what was it for you? Because we, like, we must have discussed this like at some point while we were traveling, like probably, probably drunk. Though. Why? <laughs> <laughs> was Australia your first time going traveling as well? Yeah. Yeah. So I finished uni so i had literally been in education my entire life uh and i mean it was either the choice of going into a career like everyone did 
Because to be honest, the time that we went traveling, which now that was 2015. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> now we all feel dead old. <laughs> to be honest, like, I'm not saying, oh, we were the forefront of everything, but there wasn't as many people doing it then in massive regards as there is now. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, I either get on this boat or don't. And I'm it was a now or never kind of thing. Yeah, I'm definitely glad I did. I remember the first hostel I got to, went upstairs, sat on my bed, and I was just like, shit, either you go downstairs, dive in and get involved in this, or you've literally got to pack your bags and go back home because otherwise it ain't going to work, mate. Because prior to going travelling, I was not that confident in myself like as a confident person. Completely changed me. But yeah, so that was um, kind of why I went. Then, what, just to like force yourself to ha have to be more outgoing, basically. Definitely. It's a fucking hell of a way to do it, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but then I want to go back to Australia because my visit got cut short. But um, I don't know how to, I don't actually know how to do that now because once you've had your visa for working, you can't, I don't think you can get a second one, can you? No, that's it. You have to do farm work, which is something me and Luke briefly discussed last time. Like you have to do your 88 days of farm work and then you get a second year working holiday. And then your idea in your second year is that you get sponsored working somewhere, you stay for two years. And then if that goes well, you can start applying for citizenship and things. But I'm the same, mate. I never did my farm work. So I, I can't do another working holiday in Australia, but like it sucks. Cause like, I'd love to go back like my, with my girlfriend now and I'd love to go and shop. I'd literally love to take her to all the places that we like, we've talked about and be like, yeah, so this happened here. I mean, if I told her some of the things that happened and where they happened, she probably wouldn't want to be with me anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. But yeah, mate, that's the thing. Like, uh, you're right. At the time, it wasn't as popular as it is now. And it seems like since I've been back, and I don't know if you boys feel the same, like, everyone and their dog is going to Australia and like just doing the East coast, that East coast seems. And obviously Lulu, you said like you felt you had to enjoy it because everyone was coming over there and like doing it. And it was right on your doorstep kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But so traveling around Australia, how does that, obviously it's your, it's your homeland technically, I guess. How yeah. does that compare to some of the places that you've been outside of Australia? Well, you know, I, I get asked this question a lot because it's like, well, half of the time when people are like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Australia. And they're like, why did you leave your country? It's so beautiful. <laughs> like, well, um, there's more to the world than that segregated island. Um, no, I, I really, um, I actually really can't compare it. it. Like, I don't know. I'm. It's just the thing that I love about traveling is the fact that I just, I, I get to know um, not just people, but the culture, the tradition, the history, the food. Oh my God, like the food, you know? And it's like each places are their own unique uh, experiences. So it's really difficult for me whenever someone say, oh, do you like it better than Australia? Cause actually Australia is super special in its own way. Um, and New Zealand is also super beautiful and everywhere mm. is beautiful. But um, one thing I can say though, when I was traveling 
like home like when i was backpacking australia it was so funny because all of the backpackers the european backpackers were like wait you're australian you're the first australian i met and i was like what <laughs> like that i'm actually talking to and having a conversation and maybe become friends and i was like oh and then it um opened my eyes that like yeah like some of these guys that are traveling in those like super backpacker sort of you know um world they never get to meet like proper locals because no no locals work in those um hostels or maybe yeah. in the areas that they're in so i was like oh so there's like still a cultural gap like um so it was amazing to see this from a different lens and that was really cool but now when i well after when i started traveling um Europe or in Africa or um, in Middle East, like when I would meet people um, wherever they're from and they've been to Australia, it's like I can now then say, oh yeah, I know which place you're talking about. Whereas before I would be like, hey. Eh? <laughs> yes. is, is that in Australia or? <laughs> What's 1770? I don't understand. Um, no, so yeah, it was really cool. It was like another way for me to again be able to connect and relate to people and share experiences, which was amazing. Um, yeah. I so think, I really um, the, the way that you just described that all, I mean, and I'll, I'll make this kind of comparison was, it was very eloquent. Um, so you're like, you know, we go to other countries and experience the traditions and the history. Whereas me, Jack and Khan are sat here thinking the exact same thing going, yeah, so we go to other countries and we get pissed and shit on balconies. Um, and that's pretty much it, you know, like the food. Well, no, we, we associate ourselves with people who shit on balconies. But no, I, I get what you mean, like, because there are two ways you can travel, like, and a lot of people do choose to, like, like, you could say, like, going to the east coast of Australia, like, that is the most basic way to go and see Australia really like you do see some amazing things mm. like Fraser Island and the Whitsundays like sites that you will not see in fucking England obviously but like the way you can go and not really immerse yourself in the culture like thinking about it now I would have really liked to go to that outback and the thing is yeah quite a lot of people have this view of Australia where they just picture the outback purely because of like stereotypes and shit but like Australia is in between is really huh and the in-betweeners movie. Yeah, the in-betweeners movie. Yeah, I liked watching that with some of my mates. to be like, yeah, been there, been there, done that. <laughs> Didn't piss my mate's mouth in the outback, though. Um, but yeah, like, you can go travelling. You make a good point, Lulu, and really not immerse yourself in the culture. So I think it's, it's good to do that. But when you're staying in hostels and stuff, generally you end up meeting people who aren't from that country because mm -hmm. they're not, they're not going to go and do that. Like, they're going to avoid that kind of place like the plague. Like... In Australia, it was mostly other Europeans you'd meet, like mainly like Dutch, German, people like that. And what, I don't know if you lot have found this, but like, I just felt really stupid because you meet other Europeans and they speak their language fluently, whether it be German, Dutch, Italian, whatever. They speak English perfectly and they also speak another <coughs> language pretty much perfectly and two others kind of competently, like... They just, I don't know what it is about like other countries in Europe. They just teach their citizens to speak languages from all over the world. And you immediately as an English person just feel like, fuck, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much just summed Lulu up with all of her language capabilities, I swear. Yeah. But also I mean, at MI5, they get to all every <laughs> single language that might be needed. So, you know, she does have one up on us. 
No. <laughs> what were you saying, Jack? No, I was going to show you, on the subject of you, Lulu, I remember when, I don't know about you two boys, when I first met you, I did not think you were Australian. I thought you were from America. What, accent? Yeah. I can't I remember. from what... America. <laughs> Jack's like, oh shit, what have I done? <laughs> no, do you know what? Because um, actually, like, especially now, um, my accent changes all the time because I was born um, in Oh, the wait, Lulu, Lulu, wait, no, let me see if I remember all the places you're from. Oh. Because <laughs> you, cause you, like, you're from, like, four different places, right? No. Yeah, you are. You're yeah, like... I mean, technically, isn't that impossible? That's no, right. no, no, Because no, no. I remember, aren't you, like, part Australian, part Filipino, and part Spanish? That's only three. Technically, I'm only Australian by nationality, like by citizenship. But you have family in the Philippines. Yep. So I'm. So I was born in the Philippines, and in the Philippines, like we get taught American English. So that's where sometimes my twang comes. Um, but then I left Philippines when I was like, I think was it eleven? I don't even remember. Ten or eleven. Um, but my my mix solo. Um, so. I'm Filipino, Spanish, and Japanese from my grandfather's side, but don't really know how much they say hilao, and I don't even know what that means. It means like, you know, the, our grandfather was Japanese, but we really don't know how much. <laughs> oh, something, I don't know. I don't really know what it means. It means our grandfather was Japanese, but yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's where my twang would be. And when I'm traveling, I tend to not actually like speak like fellow Australian, fellow Aussie. Sorry, but I tend to not want to speak like Australian English because um once you get on the flow, and then I start to talk like Australian English, then no one would understand me like ever. Yeah, the the Australian slang because I moved. I, I was there for eight months in total, and I came back with like. It's not so much the accent that you pick up, it's the phrases yeah. and like just the shit you come out with. So like one of my mates is in Australia at the moment and um, I was speaking to him the other day on his birthday. We were saying like, we're gonna have some drinks when he gets back or something. And he put, yeah, fucking oath. Which is <laughs> what they say. That's gotta be the worst one. Yeah, mate, they say fucking oath, which is like, fuck, like fucking right, basically. And then like the other and one is saying, is saying A at the end of everything. So like, I oh, still say A. Yeah, last night was fucking good, eh? Like shit like <laughs> that, mate. And yeah, I'm gutted I kind of lost it, but I mean, it was probably annoying to everyone I knew in England that I was coming back with that kind of slang in my vocabulary. Jack, how long were you out there for, in total? Oz, I mean, I had to leave. I was just doing my farming stuff. I'd done about 20 days, and that's when my dad's illness progressively was getting worse, so I had to fly home prematurely. Um, so that was probably eight months or so. Uh, so yeah, it got cut a bit short, but that's. But weren't you in Asia before? No, no. So after after that all happened and after he passed, I then went on to Asia about six months or so later. Okay. Uh, I was in Asia for just around a year. On the subject of which, with Lulu's Japanese background, if you haven't been to Japan, go to Japan. It's mental. Um, Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so yeah and then next on the list i mean i was i'm not meant to be here now but because of covid it kind of ruined everything i'm meant to be in canada now i'm meant to be living there mate i want to go to canada so much mate yeah um we've we've kind of understated it but obviously so obviously met you guys traveling spent a bit more time with lulu than you jack i think in total jack i only was with you for like seven days or so but we've maybe longer but i don't remember it being that long but like we've always kind of kept in contact and well well, i'll preface this jack does all the graphics for this podcast by the way so our logo jack yeah our logo and everything is all done by Jack. Um, and I just remember like following you on social media after, after I got back from traveling or after when I first like found out you're on there and stuff. And mate, I just was baffled by how talented you were. Like, cause the person I met, I just thought you were this normal geezer. And then it turns out you're this like mental fucking artist. Yeah, it was crazy, mate. But yeah, we'll um, we'll plug that in the uh, in the bio at the bottom at the end. But yeah, man. Like, so what? Like, what are you doing with yourself now? Oh, you had to put that on the subject. <laughs> yeah, this is I'm, no, because I'm wondering what you were going to Canada for. Was that to travel or to work? Uh well, it, w- it would have been a two-year working visa, so I would have been working out there for sure. Um, Ski season. Well. That was the initial plan back back in the day, like, well, that was a long time ago, um, even prior Christmas of that previous before COVID breaking out. So before that had even happened, if that makes sense. Um, so like but, last Christmas, not last, Christmas 2019. Yes. Just, just say pre-COVID. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's important by days. It's even before that. It's like summer of 2019. Anyway, um, it was initially that. Then I met some people and I was like, okay, this kind of changes things. Um, and then... What, did you get involved with a cult? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> That's exactly it. No, but... Um, aside from... <laughs> Him and his fellow butt plug enthusiasts have uh, decided to do an annual meeting in Canada. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, no. <laughs> my time at my current position in England has come to a, probably a, um, a close. So it's like... I you pulled the plug in it, did you? No, I just want to do some work in a different country again. I, I think it's probably the same for all of you. Like, I mean, Lulu travels everywhere already, like, which I'm super jealous of. But I think yeah. you, both of you would still love to go to other places and not stop traveling whilst working. Like, it's in our blood, I think. Mm, like, once, that, you that, the, once you get the first fruit, you don't stop doing it. Well, that's it, mate. Like, I've been itching to travel again ever since I came back which is like five years ago now and like I've done I mean I've been, I've been like away like on holidays I've been to Thailand I've been like to Dam and stuff like that but like I want to go somewhere and this is something that like me and my girlfriend have discussed I want to go somewhere for like a couple of years like I've kind of had my heart set on a two-year working holiday in like you say mate either Canada or New Zealand have been what I've thought because they are two countries where Similar to Australia, you can quite easily just get a working holiday visa and just go out there for a couple of years. 
Um, New Zealand. Yeah, maybe New Zealand for sure. Just because it's so... Do you know what, yeah? What New Zealand has over Australia? Because it's so picturesque. It's so beautiful. But there aren't really any animals there that want to hurt you. Yeah. Whereas Australia has all the animals that want to hurt you. Yes, but I hate this statement because... (laughs) Me too. Literally, like, if you actually... Or when you are in Oz... Yeah, okay. Realise that all those animals that are said to be hurting you, like realistically, the places that you're actually living in, like for me, the majority of my time I spent in Sydney, none of them are in Sydney. You literally, yeah. I saw one huntsman spider the entire time I was there, and they're not even dangerous. That was the only thing I ever saw whilst I was there. Okay, I I had a couple of yeah. dodgy animal experiences actually so but yeah it is you are right in this country people are like fuck that i'm never going to australia because you see pictures of shit and you're like i just never saw anything that bad so yeah i do i get what you mean at the can same time say, no. sorry can i just say that it depends on which state you actually live in because in queensland it's definitely true <laughs> yeah well, this is what i was just about to say so i did also go on a kayaking trip in noosa and got back and was made aware that there were bull sharks in the river that we were all fucking jumping and swimming in after we were in there by the way we went on this kayak trip and like just no it was a a bush camp in noosa that they sell you as part of like your bus ticket they're like oh yeah we'll give you this free trip on a camp sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can (laughs) (laughs) and then you like you go and get all these kayaks out and then none of the none of the people running the camp are going with you they're like yeah go on have a good day later and um, we got back and they're like oh they're like oh we're all soaking wet they're like have you guys been swimming in the river like yeah we found a rope swing we were like swimming about in it and they're like yeah this is fucking very bull shark infested river like you don't want to go in here um saw like a fuck off python being pulled out of the kitchen area where all the food was being kept to be fair it was all pretty much at that camp where i saw bad shit to be honest with you specific to that one trip i mean i think the the first part, I mean, I, I was living in Melbourne for the first kind of stint of my, my work and holiday visa. And I went with some friends and we were, they were like, oh, yeah, we'll drive out to this like nice countryside bit and smoke a bit of weed or whatever. And they drove me to a place called Mount Disappointment. And she was like, oh, there's going to be so many kangaroos out here. Like, I was like, I haven't seen one yet. So I'm really excited to see it. Um, and I shit you not, like Mount Disappointment, you can Google it. It is a real thing. And the first thing I saw when I got there was a half-eaten kangaroo carcass um, <laughs> just on the side of the road. And I thought, fuck. <laughs> um, and that was kind of the extent of the animal thing. Um, I mean, it was severely disappointing. Um, but, yeah, I don't think the animal thing was really that bad. I mean, there was one carn, if you remember, in Cairns, that spider. On uh, Benny's, Benny's house. On Benny's. Benny's. Yeah. Oh, mate, it was and then like- we passed out outside. Yeah, it was like something out like of a horror film. So it was um so when we were in Cairns, um obviously you know the Daintree Rainforest, Lulu obviously does, but Jack, you know it as well, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the fuck it, I'm pretty sure it's one of the seven wonders of the world. Um it's a massive rainforest right like Cairns is basically at the bottom of it. Cairns is like a sea. And we go to stay at our mate's house and it's it's ba- his house is basically in a clearing in this rainforest and it's beautiful view, like you can see all of Cairns over it. But he goes, oh, yeah, just be careful on your way in. And, like, you look above that. So he's got, like, his garage and the front door here. And on the roof by the garage and the front door is a spider. I shit you not, it's with its, its body's about this big. Its legs come out about here. The, the main body of it was black, but there was also 
blue, yellow, red, just all these dodgy colours all over it. And if basically what I know about like animals is the more bright, shiny colours it's got on it, the more fucking poisonous it's going to be. And it just, yeah, it was fucking horrible. But then, yeah, we got pissed and passed out outside and look, we're still alive. So, uh, I mean, just to clarify for the people that are listening to this through, well, that will listen to this through audio only. Obviously, Carl, when you say, oh, it's this big, um, that makes okay, zero right, sense. Okay. For, yeah. for the visually impaired, its body was about I the size. I can't say that. Why not? <laughs> okay. For the people who are listening through audio only. For the people who out. are listening through audio only and the visually impaired. Um, his body was about the size of like a grapefruit. No, bigger than a grapefruit, like two grapefruits. And its legs, imagine its legs are like sort of a, a banana one, each. A, yeah, a banana each, but not that thick. Is that, is that all right? Perfect. Yeah, I think you nailed it aside from the first part, but yeah, Perfect. anyway. We're included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Do you, Lulu, have you found that traveling around when you tell people from Australia? Do they always mention the animal thing and how there's loads of animals there that want to kill you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, and I, I, I also say half and half, you know, a lot of this stuff that you find online is super exaggerated. But then at the same time, actually, I was just telling, yeah, no, I had this discussion the other day. The more I traveled like Europe, the more I realized, or anywhere actually outside of Australia, the more I realized I was actually equipped to face danger from these animals <laughs> because they teach you since you're like in primary. Like, I remember instead of, I don't know, like maybe they would do something like in Europe, an excursion to, I have no idea, a gas chamber. I have no idea. But in Australia, they would take us to the bush, like the mangroves and be like, right. So like, you need to spot the blah, blah, blah. And then they'll just talk about all the different, um, yeah, again, like insects or um, reptilians like uh, that could uh, harm us and everything. So amphibians, sorry. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize that until I actually, because it's second nature to me, if that makes yeah. sense. So actually, um, when I was traveling in Australia, and I actually went back to Byron Bay to spend my last um, New Year there before I left for Europe. And I took Nika with me, uh, which is my best friend, one of my best friends. And I told her, hey, Nika, I don't want to stay in any hotels, Airbnb or hostel. I want to sleep on the beach. And she's like, okay, yeah. And I was like, yeah, so usually just bring your um, sleeping bag over. Anyway, it was nighttime, you know, we were obviously still tipsy from drinking and we only had like our phone as lights and I was walking and literally my tone was like this. Oh, wait, Nico, just watch out. There's a snake on the left. And then I just, <laughs> and then she, she was like, la la la. And she thought I was joking. And then she put her light. It was, it was a black and green one. So Nothing that um, it wasn't gonna be um, poisonous, but anyway, she was like, "What the fuck?" And then she like ran to the beach, and she's like, "Why did you say that so casually?" And I was like, "Oh, I see them all the time." Like, <laughs> well, yeah, like, why should I be surprised? I remember seeing pictures of actually. It's funny you say that, Jack. That you like didn't you hate that people think that about Australia? Because you, I've seen you in all sorts of pictures of you just fucking picking up snakes and stuff when you're pissed. Yeah, no, we were outside a nightclub, and 
I don't know where it was. It was in the bush somewhere because we did do a fair bit out in the outback, actually, um, when we left you guys. But I was literally with this guy, like big guy, and he was the, um, the doorman there. He just walks up to this bush because he can hear it rustling. He, he knows exactly what he's doing. Sticks one arm in, just grabs this like python out. <laughs> and he's just holding it like calm as hell. Chucks it in. Well, it doesn't chuck it at me, but he gives it. <laughs> 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 just glasses it and chucks it out the door. <laughs> so like, I didn't mind. So I was holding it. But then this absolute idiot, like you say, they're just some moronic, like Europeans and people from the UK, typical idiot guy from the UK, just has to try and act cool. And he kept just going like that at the snake's face. Oh. Literally. What an idiot. Like, viper speed. Like you didn't even see the snake move. It just bit his hand so fast. And just blood just goes poof. <laughs> <laughs> it weren't poisonous, but I mean, it just literally, I was just like, mate, you are so stupid. Yeah, you are. What are you doing? Oh, mate, fuck that. I, like, well, this is the thing, like, it's mad that I even went to Australia because if there's one thing that scares the shit out of me, it's being killed by an animal. Like, <laughs> there's actually nothing more to, like, I watched a lot of shark films when I was a kid. And I remember what one of my mates wrote, like, got me a card when I left for Australia, and he wrote, he's like, don't become another shark attack statistic. And <laughs> it, it, I had it, like, every, like, I wouldn't go in the sea for, like, the first month I was there. It wasn't until I went to Byron that I went in the sea. And the only reason I did that is because, do you remember, like, we'd go and get pissed in, like, I can't remember what any of the names of the clubs were now. We'd go and get pissed in... Do you remember when we went to that paint party? Yeah. And we were all getting painted, getting oh. painted with glass paint. That was sick. Um, was I there? Yeah, you were there for this. Um, that was the night that Adam borrowed Jack's shirt, slept with a girl, wiped his spunk on Jack's shirt, and then the next day tried to give it back to Jack. Funny <laughs> 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 enough, Jack didn't want it anymore. But um, no, yeah, so I remember it was that night. We all went down to the beach, like 30, 40 people, however many, start a fire on the beach, and then everyone goes in the sea. And anyone who kind of knows anything about sharks know that they eat at like dawn, so like five, six in the morning. And sure enough, there's just like all these people just in the sea, like like neck deep in pitch black, like shark infested water. And like, I was lucky I was pissed because the thought of, when I wake up the next day and the thought of that I, that's what I was doing, like actually scared the shit out of me. But I went to Australia convinced I was going to get eaten by a shark. So... I only ever went in the sea when I was really, really pissed. I remember that night because one, I tried to catch crabs on the beach, not in the literal sense, like that. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> and uh, did a terrible job, and the crab caught me, and that made me bleed everywhere. And then. Um, yeah, the evening came to a close with me getting really wasted and actually I almost fell asleep on Lulu's stomach on the beach. <laughs> yeah, I remember that now because also um, Leia, no, because yeah, Leia and, and me, we ended up falling asleep and then whoever was like around us because we were watching, oh, we were laughing so much. Oh my God, it's this one, one of my favorite things that I was going to say. Yes, yeah, so you 
We're all trying to cra uh, catch crabs, which I have photos and videos. But the funniest part of that night <laughs> was with Luke and Ash. And I don't know who the third person was with you, Luke. And I don't think you even remember because, okay. And so you went a little bit away. It was that same day that actually we saw each other again um, during the day because we went to Nimbin. We went on that Nimbin tour. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, lol, who doesn't remember? Yeah, and no, I remember Nimbin. <laughs> yeah. So you, and you bought like so much, I think you bought like $100. $50 worth of like mushrooms, I think, and maybe. <laughs> yeah. But you were like, yeah, I bought all these. Anyway, and that was the <laughs> night. That night was like, yeah, this is when I'm gonna, you know, try it out. So you and Ash and one other person decided to go a little bit further, closer to the shore, so that, you know, no cops or whatever can, can catch you. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> We hear you scream because the fucking wave took your drugs, your phone, your wallet. <laughs> you were screaming for your drugs. You were like, oh, drugs. And Ash was like, I don't know, maybe sober enough to actually pick up like your phones and your wallet because you were running, chasing after your drug. And it was pitch black, by the way. It was this was around about like, I would say it was around about like 11.30, like midnight. This was happening. So it was pitch black with a full moon and you were chasing after your mushrooms that was eaten by the sea. The gods. Wait, did this happen twice then? No, that is the time. That, that is, is because that I have this story time. in my head and it was daytime. No, it wasn't no. daytime at all. God, I must have done a lot of drugs prior to that. Yeah, luckily you must have ate most of the mushrooms first. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, I mean, I just remember as well, I was thinking, oh, like, I'll share some of these with Khan. Um, yeah, because that's it. I rang you and you were like, you're not going to believe what's happened. And I, I fucking didn't believe what had happened. And then, yeah, <laughs> obviously, I had the story confirmed by everyone who saw it happen. and More trustworthy people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. I can't believe, yeah, that's so funny. I mean, it was standard priority list, you know, drugs. More concerned about phone. his rooms than his phone and his wallet. Yeah, of course. <laughs> there was probably more money involved in the drugs than there was in my wallet. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that is, that is a brutal one. But it was, I, I don't know, like it was... Um, Maybe we can revisit uh, Surfers Paradise another day, Jack, um, because there were some there were some great stories there as well. But for the purpose of this, um, you know, obviously the other two weren't there, so it might be a bit odd. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so what do you guys? You know, obviously now you're back. Um, well, I say back home, but obviously Lulu, you know, um, isn't. <laughs> um, Lulu makes back a home wherever she is. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, kind of what's your what's your plans over the next 12 months and what do you think you guys are, you know, trying to get into and start planning for when we are allowed to go away again? I know, Jack, you said Canada, but... Yeah, I mean, to be honest, for the past 12 months, my life has been literally on hold because I was just... I didn't think that this would last this long, like... So, and unfortunately, for my case, 
Canada has pretty much been the one of the most like sensible countries going, and they've completely like put up all of their uh, borders, and you can't get in unless um, you live there or like prior, or you have student residency and stuff like that. So there is literally no way for me to get in. And yeah, I just didn't think it was going to last 12 months. So I pretty much just kind of put my life for the past year on hold, if that makes sense. Like I, I didn't progress with things that I was, would otherwise have done because I figured, well, what's the point if in a month's time I'm going to fly to Canada? But unbeknown to me, like 12 months later, I'm still here. And that's what I'm worried about now because I'm still in that same situation. So, I mean, as you both know, and as Lulu knows, I currently have a job as a designer for a sex toy company. Um, and I mean, now <laughs> to all those listening, that does not mean that I design the toys. Hence <laughs> <laughs> the butt plug references earlier, just in case you didn't pick up on those, anybody. Let's but... get a discount, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate yeah. the 75% off. I mean, uh, I'd, you know, maybe consider it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like such a common misconception. Is oh, Does that mean you just design all the toys? No, no, we're, we're the, the graphics team. We do the web stuff and the emails and all that fun stuff that you kind of see popping up. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, time there has been fun and good. But when I can, when I can leave in terms of when I can get out of the country and move on with things, that'll be that. But as for now, I think that's that's just what it's going to be. It's what it's going to have to be for me because I don't really want to do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of just bide in your time until you can go away. Pretty much. What about you, Lulu? What's on the horizon? Well, uh, well, first of all, Australia, as you probably all already know, is doing the same. It's super strict with the borders. Even Australian citizens are having a hard time. There's even a movement, hashtag stranded Aussies. Um, so it's actually been really difficult in a sense of, um, yeah, feeling really homesick and just missing like my loved ones because I haven't seen them for years. Um, and it's difficult because it's like, you know, before, I had the freedom to be like, okay, well, I might go there in X months time, you know, but now it's like, we really don't know when I can go back. But I'm hoping that within the next 12 months, I would be able to go back home, see, you know, my loved ones again, um, you know, stay there maybe for a couple of months. Um, but definitely, I, I see myself more in Europe. So I started, um, I started a, a a new relationship, new wish relationship, and we're trying to um, trying to make the whole uh, long distance relationship work. So he lives in France, so I I'm like in France, in Germany, in France, in Germany, um, when I can, of course, but safely. But uh, to be honest, during COVID, like it's super expensive because I mean, not only for the fares, but the constant PCR test requirements, mm. blah blah blah. So. For, I know there's a lot of people, like even um, the ones that follow me, like are always asking, it's like, Lula, how do you manage to somehow travel during like COVID period? 
all I can say is that for sure, there's like a heavy sacrifice on the finance. Um, but two, actually, I mean, um, I was actually traveling when it was okay to travel. You know, the borders were still open to certain countries. So last year I was like in Spain, in Italy, um, and uh, Poland, uh, but it was all okay. But this year I've been mainly in France and um, luckily for me, one of the countries that I look after in, in uh, my job is in France. So I can technically say, <laughs> oh my God, my work shouldn't hear this, but you know, I, I can technically be like, well, we have an office in France so I can work there, but um, it's really, yeah it's really tough to to be doing this it's not as it seemed like you know that one minute i'm in germany one minute i'm in france or whatever yeah people don't see the behind the scenes well don't worry lulu because i don't think anyone from your work's going to hear this we don't have that big of an audience yet <laughs> i mean the, the you know the, the forty thousand followers uh, that we have yeah. um you know <laughs> well, i, I mean, scoured for all of them today to check if you worked with any of them and there was no MI5 people on there, so. More than that, guys, like, I'm just hoping that we can all get together at some point. Because oh, my goodness. It's been a lot. This is the, yeah, one of the first times we've all sat and, well, it is the first time we've all sat and spoke, right? Yes. All together yeah. anyway, it's a bunch, for mm. sure. We need a country to reunite once we can. Well, it was meant to be Jack having a house party as soon as possible. Um, it still is that, really. Uh, it's just a case of, obviously you guys can come over now and sit in my garden. <laughs> Lulu can't get here, as far as I'm aware. I don't know if you can fly in me. No, Not I until fly. June 21st. Um, well, when you can do that, when, when does it get to the point where you're allowed people in your house again? June 21st. Um, right, no, so. I think it's before that, isn't it? Is it? I thought it was like, because you can go into a pub on May 17th. So I think it's the same. And then that's when you can start to go back to like stadi stadiums and stuff. Excuse me. Um, so I don't know. Surely if you can go into a pub, um, you can go to someone's house. As you can see, we're very cleared up on the rules and we know exactly what's going on. Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, well, I don't know. I suppose we could, um, we could go and sit in Jack's garden, print out a cardboard cut out of Lulu and then stick the uh stick the facetime in i don't know the cardboard cut out space we could get the cardboard cut out and we could put the phone like here where the eyes are yes <laughs> and then, and then you could tune in you just put the camera really close so that it's just your eyes on the screen then it would be the exact same <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would be so creepy but yeah that sounds cute well yeah i'm hoping that we can do something like that very soon but it's been so nice chatting to you both again well all of you obviously luke i speak to you quite regularly so yeah thanks mate yeah. <laughs> um yeah no absolutely like it's been really nice having you both on and um it's been quite a nice way to kick off the the second season uh series season i don't know which one to call it to be honest i don't know if there's a technical difference um but yeah it's been nice to kind of have you on and kick off the second as we did the first um just kind of reminiscing on fun drunken um debaucherous is that a word horrendous yeah, horrific, yeah. Um, but also just fucking wonderful times. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, it's been great to have you both on. But can I just say something though, guys? Like, it, it also has been such a pleasure. Like, I'm sure I'm speaking on behalf of Jack, but 
I don't know, there's, it's, you guys are very special and from a special time, from a special place. So it's, it's forever like such a pleasure to just um, be reminiscing, as you said, Luke, but not only that, but creating new memories, you know, like this, even this podcast in itself is a new memory. Um, and I think it's absolutely incredible that like when you travel and you meet um, random people that maybe you would never come across, like if you were not, you know, if you were not drunk, sitting there, passed out, or I don't know, but super random circumstances, you would never meet these people, but you do. And then you end up becoming long-term friends. I think that's super special. Yeah. And um, just one last thing, actually there's five of us tonight because this one is Leah. So Leah actually passed away um, a couple of years ago, but she's forever in our hearts. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to mention that she's yeah. actually the best tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're still very close with her family and stuff, aren't you? Which I think is really nice because yeah, we didn't go into it too much, but she was a really big part of that time in Byron as well. So it's nice that we'll always, we'll all always be able to talk about that and she'll, she'll live through that. So that's nice. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, Luke, I don't know if you want to see us out, mate. Yeah, I mean, Jack, I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to, to chuck on the end to that one there. Well, I mean, not to, you know, just any last goodbye messages from, from you. I mean, apart from the people that are audio only, I guess we did just have a sixth guest because, as you saw in the background awkwardly, we had one, <laughs> my mum just walk up and down. <laughs> <laughs> you should have had her on. Was she not in Byron as well? Because I can't remember most things <laughs> um but no obviously um yeah uh, very much appreciate it you know it was uh yeah it was a great great chat um for everybody out there listening obviously as you know we'll always put the links to people's socials on there and we'll put jack's art page on there um as well um but just you know also please like share subscribe do all of the, those things that people do apparently um but yeah, it's just nice and we're, we're looking forward to bringing you the second season. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. Guys, it was so nice to speak to you again. Thank you, bud. Thank you,